Hello and welcome to this special JustCast series about the upcoming Reclosure 2021 conference. We're going to have a brief conversation with our speakers, asking them some questions about their life and job to get to know them better. Today with us is David Wuich. Hey David, how are you today? Hey, I'm fine, how are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Um, David is a software developer based in Stockholm, Sweden and he's giving a talk at Reclosure this year. So before we go into more details about that, let me start by asking the most important question of them all that we ask to all our guests. What is your favorite pizza topping? My favorite pizza topping? Hmm. Well, uh, obviously it's uh, pineapple. Oh, wow. Another pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We're reaching... yeah, we are reaching 50 percent of uh, people liking pineapple. It's amazing. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, I, I, because I wasn't sure if uh, pineapple is a thing outside of Sweden on pizza, but maybe it is. Oh yeah, it is very <laughs> much. Yeah, it's spreading around the world. And okay, except for I guess Italy, where people <laughs> keep not liking pineapple on the pizza. Um, well, okay, that's that's okay. Um, but like going into, into a more serious note, um, how did you get into computers? Uh, got into computers, I guess it was, um, when I was a kid about maybe like eight or not, no, probably nine years old. And my dad, he, he was, uh, you know, there's, um, you can like, if you watch football games, soccer games, and you can, uh, bet on who's winning and if the team the uh, team a wins or team b wins so there's some uh, very popular games since way back in sweden and my dad actually won uh, uh, had like all matches uh, correct so but he wasn't alone so it was like uh, thousands of other swedes so the amount of money wasn't that big so but he it wasn't just enough for him to buy me a, a commodore 64 so uh, and that's uh, my first encounter encounter with a computer. So I started with as every other kid uh, playing games, but then I started to browse that uh, little book that came along with uh, with the computers with uh, with uh, the basic programming language. Language. So that's uh, how I started to learn like. Uh, um, for loops and go tos and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, so I had the same you, similar you had, experience. Yeah, yes, similar experience. <laughs> so, like, uh, I, will, I remember I like bought some book and uh, with some code examples and like typed uh, each character as, exactly as, as they have done just to make some some graphical figure on my screen because that. That it looked so cool in in that book. So that that's I guess that's my first encounters. Yeah. Um, what is exciting for you about technology and software? What is exci- exciting? Well, um, ooh, that's a difficult question. Uh, I think I'm very much into like languages, programming languages, and learning like new like for me new languages and try to uh, understand the differences and similarities and try to like um, understand the 
the mindset of this language and when I en- start working in, in a different language I'm trying to like adapt to the mindset or, or like the uh, conventions of that language that that uh, that's uh, that's the thing that I really enjoy like programming languages trying to just trying to explore and experiment and try to learn something on the way mm-hmm. uh, do you have a computer science hero that you would have lunch or drinks with and what would you ask computer science hero um, hmm maybe uh, I don't know if I have a hero, but a person that I would would be so cool if if I would get have the chance to work in the same team as or like learning from. I guess it would be like Kent Beck, perhaps, just to to uh, dig deeper in in the in the ideas of thinking like test driven and uh, writing unit tests in in a, in an effective way and things like that so i guess maybe kent beck mm, yeah that's a original choice but i have to say yeah it's one of those people where you would have a lot to learn from um Definitely. talking with them yeah because it's not just about yeah it's not just about agile is is also like a very fine software developer and uh, you know he, he knows a lot about designs and how components should interact so yeah yeah i agree that's a nice choice um, do you have a favorite piece of software or application? Uh, I guess um, my favorite since since I started uh, working with Clojure, uh, as many Clojure developers, is of course Emacs. So I've uh, since uh, day one I've uh, working with my Emacs configuration and still still working on it. So I guess it's Emacs and perhaps. Like tools that uh, if you want to like write, if you want to visualize some code examples or if you're in a team and, and doing a pull request and want to explain, but it's too much writing text. So I'm usually, I should re- usually record a, a screen recording of just pointing and clicking. So, and I have a tool called on, on the Mac called Gifsky that I think is uh, very nice. It's a okay. simplistic way to to create uh, like GIF uh, images of, of your screen record. So okay, okay, I'll put the the link in the show notes. Um, that's Great. good to know. Um, if you could change one thing about software, what could it be? And uh, asking you to think big, like uh, like a very revolutionary mm. changes you would do to software to make it better, I suppose. Okay. Ooh. Um... Well, I'm not sure if that's if it's uh, that much of a technical thing that I would like to change, but I'm a huge fan of of uh, workflows like mob programming and things like that. But it's what I what from my experience, it's uh, almost too often that it's is um, uh, resistance. Uh, among a lot of developers because it's not the natural way of uh, writing software the natural way is one person at one keyboard and one like touchpad or mouse and one and one screen and if we could like turn back time and go to the like the, the beginning of software development or programming 
I would like to, uh, if it would be possible to already start from there, that, that the natural way of writing software would be like three or four persons uh, uh, working together. So, and I guess the solutions would be different from one keyboard uh, made for one person and one screen made, made for one person. So perhaps something like that, that uh, enabling like uh, Co collaboration and uh, creativity within a team uh, when, mm. when writing software. Yeah, very interesting. Yes, uh, interesting. How could you enhance um, multiple people working on the same problem? But in this case, it's not just uh, brainstorming on a board, but it's uh, actually could they write code at the same time? But yes, there is some some of that in. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, how did you how did you call the practice of that? Um, uh, mob programming. Mob mob programming. Yeah. Yes, I I heard about that, but I think I never tried myself. Um, I think okay. so. I'm a huge fan, so I recommend you to try it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did you get involved with closure? Uh, well, it wasn't that uh, long ago. It's, it wasn't. Uh, it was. It's was almost two years ago. Not not really two years ago. And it was, uh, I joined a team, a very small team of uh, two persons that had started a, a new, um, working on a new feature on, on a, on a web-based app. And uh, it was on a company that I had uh, worked on previously. So what they, uh, the team needed was, was someone to help building that team itself. Uh, and also so someone that knew programming. So I kind of returned back to, uh, came back to that company, and and, um, and they had decided to 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 try out closure and closure script, mostly closure scripts, at the beginning, and I thought it was uh, very interesting. So I kind of accepted and and started to dig deep as deep as I could into learning and uh, and as quick as possible too. But it. It was a very, very difficult journey for me because um, uh, I had never like touched any Lisp-like language before. Maybe worked on functional-ish in other languages like JavaScript and, and Python, but not uh, like all in and the immutable stuff and all of that was totally new. But I, I think it was the syntax that was... Uh, the like the biggest thing for me to to uh, to get through so it was uh, a very intense period for me like um, maybe like six months of like uh, real really working hard to understand and learn learn things yeah yeah same 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 experience as you just a few years back but i remember those initial days of uh getting into like these parentheses and it was so alien like the first times I, I was looking at these functions and I couldn't understand how they could how somebody could possibly come come up with those sort of like <laughs> elegant solutions and yeah why they use this here and not there and you know I my vocabulary were just like a few things like map filter reduce and perhaps a couple more and yeah <laughs> it was really amazing like to see like what what a master could do with those parentheses and and now yeah now it's, it's getting like it's natural but yeah it took it took it took a while it took a yeah. while i agree um what is your 
favorite things about Clojure, I think you touched like on maybe immutable data structures, but there's there's other like other features of Clojure that are attracting to you. Yeah, I think yeah, mostly the thing that I perhaps the thing that I like most is like the interactive way of programming, like using the REPL. And uh, my experience from other languages, uh, I didn't like uh, see the REPL in that way, like like we do in Clojure. So it's really a tool that we can. Um, that it's a superpower, basically. Uh, so that's the th that's the thing that I really like. And and when with the like syntax wise, I'm a huge fan, especially uh, when working with Clojure script. Uh, I really like um, the threading macro. Uh, feature so thread first thread last especially when you do like uh, interop with javascript and it makes more sense and it's just can help you writing a more sequential flow when when doing some javascript interop so i really like uh, the threading macros okay so uh, i'm normally also asking about the favorite closure core macro or function and i think you already gave the answer there yeah yeah <laughs> so no problem <laughs> um so moving to like other interests of yours if it could be anything uh what would you do if it was in software development changing profession well hmm i wish if i i wish i had learned uh, to play the piano because i would really like to be a jazz mu musician and 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 part of a jazz uh, jazz band playing live shows and stuff, stuff like that. So I okay. guess a jazz musician would be my... Uh... Alternate life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Still possible, like to yeah, learn the piano. Possible. Not too late. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, never too late. Um, so what do you do to unwind and for fun? Sorry, sorry, I didn't... What do you do for fun? Like yeah, any fun. other hobbies? Okay, yeah. Well, I'm a, uh, very much a family man. Uh, I have two kids, uh, a partner, uh, but I also, well, actually, uh, our oldest son inspired me to, to begin uh, with uh, a sport that he was uh, uh, exercising, exercising it, and, and, and that was parkour. So I, I got to know the his teacher and and the teach uh, yeah coach and teacher and he said well you know we have a course for adults you know why don't you join and I did that and and got hooked so uh, that's what what I do uh, a couple of days uh, okay a week so uh, very, it's really very fun. interesting yeah very interesting I think um, I'm the oldest parkour uh, dude in in our team though <laughs> <laughs> all right. Never late, yeah. Um, any book, film, or music you would recommend? Uh, well, uh, yeah, there's a lot of music, I guess. Um, if I like uh, stick to the jazz thing, um, one album that I kind of had on repeat today was uh, an album called Salute to the Sun by a musician called Ma. Uh, Matthew Halsall from Britain, from Britain, I think. All right, the trumpeter and his that album is fantastic. So that that is recommended if you like jazz. All right, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's going on the show notes, and uh, I'll have a listen as well yeah, after great. the after our chat. 
Fantastic. Um, going philosophical, what is your idea of perfect happiness? Ooh, perfect happiness. Mm. Oh, that's uh, that is so difficult. I guess you know, seeing your your uh, loved ones, uh, making your loved ones ha happy, would uh, would be like uh, uh, and make helping helping them out to like live in a live a happy life would, would be, uh, I guess, the definition of happiness. Oh, fantastic! So, making somebody else happy in your case, your family. Yeah, relatives. I, I think, okay. yeah, I think so. Yeah, why not? Um, and if it's not already where you live in Stockholm, if I understand correctly, yeah. uh, where would you most like to live? Any other alternate location? Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I have been to Italy a couple of times, like um, in, in the northern areas. So I re I'm a huge fan of, of Italy. But I haven't been traveling abroad for a couple of years now, but and I'm I also see myself as someone who lives up north in in the north of Sweden, like um, where you can ski and uh, and uh -huh. stuff like that. Okay. Even though it's cold, I think uh, the, like the nature experiences would be probably really good. All right. Okay. You can always easily move up, I guess. Um... Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Now, if we if if uh, you like rem work from remote, so you can be anywhere, anyway, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, yeah. The only might, the only problem might be the like reliable connection to the internet, but yeah, depending how far you go. <laughs> yeah, I can't can't get get too far from the like cities or villages, I guess. True. Um, so we are toward the end of the interview, and uh, before we close, maybe can you give us a brief introduction to your talk? Yeah, sure. Well, my talk is, is going to be uh, about how to use uh, a tool from the mostly used in, I believe, in the JavaScript ecosystem, and it's called uh, Storybook. And it is a tool that you can use when you like develop and create uh, front-end components, and and it will help you. I think it will help you write. Um, your code will will be like similar to like building Lego, so you, it will help you visualize and try out uh, things in isolation, and then you can combine them and try try them out and and, and build features and build web apps. So, and I think I started to learn a, a dig a little bit deeper in that tool a couple of months ago and wrote a blog post and talked about it uh, in like the closure and slack and got so much uh, great feedback and my impression was that uh, there is a lot of closure script developers that would like to incorporate storybook but has maybe has run into uh, issues you know because javascript is javascript there are a lot of quirks they have to handle so my hope is that uh, this that my talk will help a lot of uh, people that want to start using Storybook in their closure script pro uh, projects. Yeah, looking forward to that. I also heard about Storybook, but never used it um, myself. But yeah, looking forward to know a little bit better and uh, using it the next time I need something like that. Great. All right. Um, 
anything that we forgot to that we you would like to add um no i don't think so i would like to just uh, give a shout out to all of you that uh, are arranging the reclosure conference i think it's a fantastic initiative and a, and a really um the speakers are awesome and i'm so proud of being one one of them because uh, i think it's going to be a fantastic conference and Hi. we're going to thank learn you. a lot yeah thank you uh thank you very much that's a very a nice compliment and uh uh what a better day uh we are recording in on thanksgiving day so oh know. yeah that's true <laughs> so saying thanks i think is something that uh, should be done today yeah especially definitely. today definitely well ben uh thank you for your uh, contribution to this nice event i also i concur with you but it's thanks to all our speakers and guests that uh we are having this nice conference, I think. So thank you very much for uh, your time today. Um, also getting to know a little bit more about your background. And um, yeah, hope to, like, uh, we'll definitely see your talk at the conference. I might be busy, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, for everyone else, yes, let's enjoy your talk at the conference. Great, thank you for having me. No worries, thank you very much. Bye. Bye.